Alright, let's see, it is 10.14. Oh, goodness, late, late tonight, huh? Yep. Oh, not really. Start. Yeah, a little a bit, a little bit. But, and it's, uh, what is it? It is 6.8, that is June the 8th, 2022, man. Goodness, time's, time's a ticking. We just got back from Houston a few days ago. We'll just get right into that. We went and saw the Ron Paul Institute put on a conference there. That's right. And uh, do you remember the names of all the speakers? Uh, I believe it was uh, Daniel McAdams. Uh, Scott Ritter. Scott Ritter. Yeah, he uh, was good. Tom Leopold, yeah. I think is Tom how you Leopold, pronounce his yeah. name. And uh, and then, of course, Ron Paul. Yeah, all, yeah. all were good. Yeah. Oh, and Lou Rockwell. And Lou, Lou Rockwell, Rockwell yes. Yes, Lou Rockwell. Can't forget Lou Rockwell. Yeah, you know, yeah. Founder of the Mises Institute. All right, you yeah. Know, yeah. yeah, and all of them did really, really good. You know, yeah. I thought it was a good good convention overall. Scott Ritter, you know, he brought the house down with the oh, Top man, Gun reference. Great. <laughs> great speech Scott Ritter gave. Yeah. Man. That know. was that was electrifying you know? really actually. It was a really good speech. I was really into his speech. I, yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So what do you th- you liked it though? You no, I thought it was great. You know, I th- uh you know, we had discussed beforehand, you know, like uh judging from pictures, I looked up some pictures of like past Ron Paul Institute uh conventions or conferences, whatever you call them. And they looked very suit and tie, you know what I mean? Like from the pictures I had seen, and it, and the, and it was pretty suit and tie, but it wasn't quite as suit and tie as as we had expected it to be, you know. I mean, I I really had uh, almost pictured that the two of us would just you know completely stand out there, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like that that could be what ends up happening. But I mean, it, it could it, be it, because we reeked like reefer. It, like, it, it, <laughs> Uh, but we didn't you know, stick out. Yeah, we didn't. Hey, you know, fear and loathing at the Ron Paul Institute, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, we had some great conversations with people. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we stood out at all, really. No, honestly, it because, was an eclectic. I mean, I think oh, there were man. people there wow. dressed more casually than we were. Yeah, and we were pretty dang casual. You know, it was amazing the diversity in people there. Really. And, yeah. and everybody just there for liberty and, and the idea of like personal responsibility and freedom makes for a good time. Actually, meet a lot great. of cool people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, yeah, and and we did the couple of things we did say is that uh, you had mentioned, you know, maybe if there was a, like a forum we could get together and maybe we should have exchanged more emails. And the next time you go to something like that, you know, a lot of people are staying in the hotel the night before, right? You know, to go out and exchange. Uh, you know, thoughts and talking and stuff like that. And maybe it would get a little out of your system before the conference. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying, too? No, yeah. So, I, mean, but, I, de- I mean, I definitely noticed that there were people who had stayed there the night before. And it's like, why aren't we, you know, why aren't we getting together and, and having more conversations, you know? Have, I mean, I noticed there was a bar. You know, I know not everybody drinks, but, but I'm sure... And by the way, I mean, the drink. bar could have stayed hey. open an hour later. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, say... Did, it did close a little early. I was like, 11 o'clock? Come on, man. We're tapping you know, here. Jeez, you know? Louise. I mean, Middle uh, of Houston, man. Let's dream a little bit. On a bit. Saturday night? Yeah, or on a Friday night? What are we, in freaking Medina? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. They're but, like, uh, no, we have a bar. <laughs> Should not... Uh, yeah, and then the other thing was that maybe if they would allow... A panel, the panel to come back up at the end of, of it, and maybe do like a question, a Q and A, right? Just for thirty minutes or something. That maybe that'd be another thing that we could say would 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 make it, 
You know, maybe yeah. more to where the crowd doesn't feel like in the breaks they need to go up and start talking instantly. You know, you give them more of an area to to right. ask questions and get involved a little. But, you know, that's just us kind of saying, you know, maybe what no, what yeah. we see could... But it was awesome. But yeah, it like, was a uh, great, like, great conference. I mean, the uh, the location, right smack in the middle of... of great uh, hotel. Houston, nice hotel. Awesome hotel, man. Yeah. I mean... By far, probably the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in. Yeah, and no offense, you know? valet parking, but dude, I'm just not that guy. Like, I'm <laughs> never gonna have another man park my car. Like, don't I don't give a shit if I park a mile away. Right. No other grown man's parking my fucking car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean to be mean. You know, it's not for me. Yeah. You know, if there's some people that are gonna use valet, you might as well just like skip past asking me that. You know, I'm not down with it. But. uh yeah, that was good. It was really good. I, I liked it a lot. And the other thing I wanted to say about that is that uh, the Trends Journal is the publication owned by Gerald Salente, and they're based out of Kingston, New York, up in, at the most historic four corners in America. You know, he always right. talks about that. And uh, they're putting on a rally on July 23rd. Uh, it's Freedom Occupy, Freedom, Peace, and Justice. He does these rallies. Oh, where's that going to be? It's in Kingston, New York. One oh, year. New York. Okay. One year. What we need to do if they because they always have it in the summer. Yeah. When we take our trip, we go up to New York State and go hit up the Kingston, New York, and check out the Trends Journal and like where they pub. Uh, That's pretty cool. The, he bought like the most historic Four Corners. I think it'd really be a cool trip oh, wow. to like go to one of those rallies and one of those conferences. Um, apparently he has a big musician coming this year too that he hasn't named yet, but is going to name, uh, and, and, uh, has some good speakers and it's in that same vein, you know, obviously right. occupy freedom, peace and justice, you know, and he's been doing that for years, uh, before even COVID and, and, uh, you know, the Ukraine, uh, situation took place, you know? Right. So, but it's things like that. I, I would actually really, I know it kind of sounds corny, these things, I, I get it. I really do get it. But, uh, I, man, I would just emphasize to people to, you know, step out of your box a little bit and then pay the money and go to these things and go see what they're about and get involved because they're really not corny. Like, it, it really is the essence of making changes. Right. You know, and maybe doing things like that in your local community with like-minded people. And, uh, you know, I just feel like it's the, it's the brush fires of liberty spreading, man, you know. Yeah. Uh, and again, I always want to emphasize that I'm not just saying freedom, 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 liberty, liberty, without saying the word responsibility, because a great responsibility does come with it. And if you give, but here's the thing is, if you want to give that responsibility away and you don't want to take it, someone's going to take it for you. And you really can't bitch and complain when shit doesn't go your way because people are making bad decisions for you because you gave that up. Right. You know, and uh, that is something that I think is... You know, there's a lot of nuance to this. There's a place for government. I'm not saying there's not. But, man, people have got to take more responsibility for their for their situations, you know? In communities. And when you hear, when you see people in the flesh and you start to talk to people, talk to people uh, around the around the world, really, that, that come and that are in, you know, interested in that same message, it does right. give you a lot of hope, man. A lot of inspiration, like, you know. No, yeah, I thought it was really, uh, really neat with the uh, people that were at our table, just at our our table alone. How much diversity was actually there, you know? I mean, because I mean, to the uh, 
I know to the to your right there was a couple who you said were kind of burning. They, they were. They said know? they they told me yeah. they were very open and nice about it. But they right, yeah. they were in the Bernie movement, you know, and then, in the Ron uh, Paul movement, then the Bernie movement, you know. Right. But still a fan of. And then we also sat at the table with a couple of guys from Canada who came down, and uh, I believe he said he had been in the in the uh, Canadian military. Yeah, but he was really from Eastern Europe. Yes. You raised right. in USSR, you know, in yep. the Soviet Union, and he's, English was definitely a second language, for sure, even right. though his English was great, yeah. but you could tell his accent, it was definitely, and from Toronto, from, from Canada, drove a long way to be there, very smart guy, uh, you know, and they're probably still in Texas, actually, yeah. cruising around, good for him, man, good for them, man, and, and, and. Then the guy next to you was probably a young guy who's very interested in politics, probably more of a would be a right wing, you know, leaning guy. See, yeah. And I but see that. you know, had very a nice suit on, you know, yeah. young guy, but nice and and very respectful and open to listening and talking and yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Here's the thing about it: doesn't matter. He was, he, he was giving me tips about how to get my book signed by Ron Paul. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and, the guys from Canada America, took yeah. the picture. <laughs> Yes. Of us talking to Carol, uh, Miss Paul, Carol Paul, who's probably like the sweetest person you'll ever meet. You can just tell, you know. Yeah. And we were able to talk to her about her son a little bit and ask her about what, how, if she's proud of Rand, watching right. Rand kind of follow that same path of, of politics. Because, you know, man, what people don't understand is, you know, when you get into something like politics, too, it's like, that's, you know, you're asking for it. You know, you're going to be hated. It, it, Hopefully you'll be loved more, but you're going to be hated, and you're going to have to learn to take rejection and that type of resentment from people, and you have to just accept that that it's going to come, and it comes in all. Actually, it comes in a lot of forms of of uh, you know if you're a musician or if you're an, uh, a movie star or something. It's it's probably the same way, but really in politics because you're affecting people's lives. Right. You know, uh, you know, in today's age, you know, so much. Yeah. But uh. You know, and she was very proud of her son for taking oh, yeah. that route, and and I think it's just a beautiful thing. Their family is very tight, and uh, yeah, you know, Ron Paul. One thing I'll say about the guy is the damn guy practices what he preaches. I think he's a very inspirational person and a yep. strong person. You can definitely tell. Yeah, uh, yep. we did get a chance to to meet him, shake his hand. Yeah, it was great. And, uh, and I did get the book signed. Yeah. Mission accomplished on that on that front. There. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it a point to say thank. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That was cool. Yeah, that was very cool. But man, yeah, he, he was. was in a little bit of a hurry, but he did take the time to sign the yeah. book and, and shake my hand. And I super friendly cool. with this time. Yeah. No Absolutely. security. No. Yeah. And that, because, that, that's that, because that, everybody that. there is security. Right. You know, everybody there. No one's gonna let anything happen to anybody because everyone's in the right state of mind. Yeah. You know. For the most part, if there's somebody who wants to come and do something like that, people are going to act very quickly, you know? Right. So there is security, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, no, it was a great event, and uh, and uh, I would do it again if they had another conference, uh, you know, a little bit. Uh, tell you what, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they did a conference in a little bit, not in the middle of a huge city, you know? I get why they do that, yeah. you know. I get, I, I do get it, but uh, 
man, like I, there's got to be like a nice hotel out in a. Well, they are doing one. I'm in, just a countryside kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, they know? are I'm doing one. With the, they are doing guy. one in Lake Jackson, which is right yes, off the Gulf of Mexico. Right. It's a, it's it's a closer to a coastal town. Right. Um, and it's a uh, that that's a Mises Institute thing. I think it's in November. They were saying. Yeah. So that is something to look up if 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 you are indeed because I'm like you too. I would rather look. The best part of our trip was was driving out of the Houston city limits. You know, and and I'm not trying to be mean. Okay. But it's not for me, dude. I do yeah. not like shit like that. It's too much, you know? Right. And the other worst, the worst part of it was sitting in the traffic outside of San Antonio. Yeah. Jeez, man. Oh, man. What are we doing? traffic, man. Well, you that know, San bad. Antonio. I'm going to veer off for a minute. We'll, we'll swing back. <laughs> but San Antonio and Austin both. The thing about them, Houston does always have traffic. It's a busy city. It's a very large city, though. Right. Very large. Houston and Austin, I mean, San Antonio and Austin, not as large, a lot of people. So the traffic in these cities is just when you get stuck in it, man, you get really stuck in it. And it's constant with the road work, right? I mean, it's like... I mean, I-10 has been under construction for... since they started building it, pretty much. I mean, really, you know, I mean... Parts of it have been being remodeled and reconstructed and expanded, putting shoulders on them, ex- putting more lanes in. It's always happening. Yeah. You know? it's, a con- <clears throat> it's, a, it's a constant. Yeah, you're never going to see a day when there's just no road work. You know, I mean, it's yeah, just not going to not- happen. But uh, <laughs> especially with the major cities, you know, it's just like, yeah. what are you going to do? You know, I mean, one option is we could have taken the first exit, you know, and just taken some back roads, you know, all the way around and probably would have. Put it, even if it, you know what the funny thing about that is, even if it took more time, it almost, it probably would have felt like it didn't, because at least you would have been You're moving. moving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you would have been happier, because when you start sitting in traffic and stuff, man, you start to like get antsy. Yeah. And it starts to just play on the. I don't like traveling in a hurry. This trip, I wasn't taking to like take a trip. And right. like the driving wasn't something I was, I wanted to get there and get back, you know, to the conference. I really wanted to. Yeah. I usually don't take the interstate. I would usually avoid the interstate. As a matter of fact, you know, it'd be real nice to freaking drive, you know, right past down, uh, past Southern San Antonio and go down to like Victoria and come up from like League City and Lake Jackson and come up the Gulf, you know. Right. And I've done that route before, by the way, and it's cool. My yeah. son and I, you know, because that's the way to travel. But no matter what, when you come into Houston or San Antonio, when you meet those city limits, beware, man. At any moment, you know, it, it just changes, man. The vibe just completely changes. Yeah. But again, the hotel was great. Houston was great. We didn't have any problems with anything. It was all good. And uh, that was, you know, it, it was it was a cool trip. I'm glad I went and it was worth it. And then I guess we'll move right along here. Um we were, we we had talked a lot about on this. Like we had been a little bit supportive of of Matthew McConaughey for running for governor. Like it was like a push that we have made, and uh, you know I still would actually stand beside the fact that somebody like him, it, you know, just with that type of favorability, could probably pull people together more than somebody who was just establishment right or establishment left, right? But man. After going back and seeing some things uh, with Matthew McConaughey 
and and then watching him this week, and I really want to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he's probably a really great person and a very smart person and and inquisitive person. I'm sure he thinks a lot, a good good thinker, you know. But I'm not sure that, you know, I'm not sure that I can really stand behind him politically, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe in some ways I could, but man, I I really talking back to like the message of 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 you know kind of individual liberty and responsibility, man, I definitely don't think he, he truly gets that, Yeah. you know, like politically. And, uh, you know, I know that's a hard swing. I don't think any of them get it, by the way. I don't think Greg Abbott gets it. I don't think that uh, that uh, Beto O'Rourke gets it or, or most of them really get it. And that's the hard swing. That's what, why we're all so disconnected, Right. you know. But uh, I was saying something before the the pod the podcast with you and I, I wanted to reemphasize this and I'm gonna just swing it over to you is this is why this is really important to me is because if you're willing to take away somebody's like let's just say this okay two a it's it's in the conversation right now so let's just say this we can legally in the street I can have a legal firearm with a VIN number number on it right, right. Uh, whatever they call that number right Right, just has a serial serial number, right? Okay, and I can sell that gun to somebody on the street. All right? That's loose. That's a loose policy. Right. I admit it. It is loose. But here's the the alternative to that. Now let's say that happens, and now let's say the government wants to come in and try to find a way to regulate those transactions from happening. Two things. It's going to make it worse, and it can't happen. It can't fully happen because people that want to do bad stuff are going to do bad stuff. This is so, That argument is so strong that I, I can't emphasize it enough. That if somebody wants to go get a gun, they're not even going to care about any of that. Or if someone wants to sell a gun and just make the money off some gun they have, they're just going to sell it. To, right. to, to try to regulate that, I get it. You're coming from a point of... Of you're saying that you care about something, and for most people, they probably really do. Right. But the problem with that is, is you you put this power into the hands of people who will misuse it at some point. They won't use it in that way, and it will be something taken away from you. And you know, it will it will spin out of control. It's not the solution. You know, that is not the solution because right. it can't be done. Number one, and two, because. You're just you're just, you doing that is just going to make it worse. You're just going to make more violence and more problems with it. And uh, with that being said, uh, you know, watching Matthew McConaughey, uh, who was who was thinking about running for Texas governor, even in one speech at one point, I'm pretty sure he flat out said a few years back, like ban assault rifles, you know, ban or ban yeah, ban assault weapons, whatever yeah. it was, and. That's a loose statement, man. That is a fucking loose statement. Like I, I cannot get behind that. Right. You know, not that, not that radical. I'm sorry. One more thing before I go on, because I want to, because I want to. We were making some good points before, and I want to make sure I make mine before I give you the floor. Is that I wish that all weapons in the world would disappear, and moreover, that all the hate in the world would disappear, like you probably do. And like your wife probably does, and like my wife does, and like Matthew McConaughey and his wife do, and like most people, we right. really do. But again, to this point that you have to go back to is like, 
Some people don't feel that way. And, and and you cannot love them enough to make them change that fact. They might kill you or try to rape or murder your wife or hurt your kids. Yep. And in which case, do you not want to be able to defend yourself and your family? Because it's just calling the cops, dude. If it takes them four minutes, that's too long. That's yep. too long. And they're coming from the outside of the situation. You're in the inside of the situation. It needs to be managed from the inside of the situation, not from the outside. You know, and that's so you're already setting the cops up for a hard time. They don't know what the shooter is or what what's going on. Right. You know, and those are just points that I kind of want to make and why I, I, I see this. And I it, it kind of disappointed me because yeah. I, I, I do think we're in need of some change politically in this state, like better leadership. You know, right. I do, but I just, it's not there, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not with Matthew McConaughey, you know, and, I, and we did... I know for a few episodes, you know, back in the beginning when he first announced that he might run, we were a little enthusiastic about it, you know. At first, almost as a joke, at least for me, you know, because honestly, when he first announced it, I had no idea what Matthew McConaughey's politics were like, you know. I think and we I did just, mention that. And, and, you know, and I, and I just heard Matthew McConaughey running for governor, and I was like, hey, all right, all right, all right, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, but no, after after seeing his speech, you know, first of all, I think the speech was pretty, you know, I don't want to say narcissistic, but man, sure talked about himself a lot, man. And I get it, you know, he, he's from Uvalde, he was born in Uvalde, you know, I mean, he is from this area, uh, but like, man, it's just... He talked about part of his speech, he said that when he first got to Uvalde, because I guess him and his wife drove there shortly after the tragedy, and uh, he said, he he even mentioned in his speech, he was like, these grieving people, you know, trying to grieve with, with, uh, you know, New York news reporters around him and stuff. And it's like, but you were there too, you know, and here you are on a White House podium talking about it, you know, I mean, like, I don't think the people of Uvalde want this to be, like, just in the national spotlight. Yeah, you're politicizing this. Like, you're yeah, politicizing it. You know, and I don't know. I, I honestly don't know very many people from Uvalde, you know, uh, but uh, I would imagine if it, if it's like any other small town around here, most of those people probably are not going to want to use this tragedy to push a gun control narrative, you know, and, and, and any and any attempt to do that is probably just going to piss them off, you know, and and, and every other little small town in, in Texas so, and the rest of America probably that you're trying to tell, you're trying to tell them that they can't defend themselves, you know, you're trying to tell these small little towns that have limited police resources, you know, like Medina here. We don't even have a... There is Nothing. no police department. You are the police. Like, yeah, you know, we have a constable yeah. who's usually miles and miles away patrolling for speeders somewhere, you know, and other than that, there's, 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 there's the sheriff's department that's a good 10 minutes away, you know, if you call them. And... You're trying to tell these small communities that you shouldn't be able to defend yourselves. You shouldn't have the hardware available in your town 
to defend yourselves, you know? It's ridiculous. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little, I'm getting a little hoarse tonight for some reason. It's the Modelo. That Modelo will help, man, for sure. It might be the Modelo. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think, I think the Modelo is probably helping. Smooth <laughs> it over, you know? <laughs> but, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. I think what Matthew McConaughey did was just... I think he really shot himself in the foot if he if he has any sort of future political ambitions in the state of Texas. You know, I really I really think that... Uh, that he didn't do himself any favors with that, with that speech, you know. I think that this is a time... Excuse me. For... Uh, you know, it's a time to have a, it, like I said, you know, on the last episode or two episodes ago or whenever, I said, you know, it's time to have a conversation. It's always time to have a conversation. But of course, when something like this is in the national spotlight, it's going to be a conversation that gets had a lot more, you know, and there's going to be a lot more people who come out of the woodwork to voice their opinions about it and stuff like that. And I think it's just important that as we try and have this national conversation that we think about the implications that it has on the small towns like Uvalde, you know, think about what you're doing to that community and think about the implications that you're having on the communities like it all over the world or all over the country, you know, anyway, uh, no, and the world and, probably yeah, too. You know, world, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Think yeah. about like the real impoverished places that something happens, and people go in. They don't even know what what the hell's going on. Right. You know, like they don't even know what what these news cameras are doing. They've never seen yeah. it. You know. Oh man, you know? Did you hear about the massacre in like in uh, which African country was it, man? One of those Central African countries, you know, that's just like pretty much run by warlords, you know, uh, there was just a, a church massacre, you know, you know, where the, where some, uh, Islamic militants came in and just massacred a whole church full of Christians, you know, where's that news? Yeah. Where's the, you know, is anyone going to try and say that, that the, the Christians of that region, you know, shouldn't. They should give up any arms they have, you know? Yeah. I mean, where's that? Where's that headline? Where's that campaign? Yeah. Where's all the propaganda? Well, and if, you took oh, the new, and if you took the news there, they'd probably massacre you, too. That's how dangerous it is. And that's, how, yeah. that's why it's like, when you really think about it, no, I mean, Amer Americans in, in mass, mass majority are, are like peaceful people that don't want you to see or know their firearms or anything you know they're not out waving them but they're very responsible a lot of people are very intelligent that own guns they they are very knowledgeable with them they know how to use them they know how to shoot them they're not stupid uh they don't need to be treated that way and um are you are you you want to carry on with that for a minute more are you you want to no, yeah, okay I, I, I pretty much said what i need to say okay and then and then so uh, the other thing I was kind of going this way earlier and I kind of lost my I kind of carried on to another point actually but uh so I, I brought the Second Amendment into this because we're dealing with it and that's what Matthew McConaughey was up on the podium of the White House uh, 
at the press room talking about, which was just kind of silly to see, but it was just weird, you know? I just felt like it wasn't the forum for that. Like, he should have come on YouTube or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why did he come there? Yeah. You know, that was just very weird to me. It was it was just very odd. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, what's going on here? But anyway, I don't want to go into the weeds too much. But one thing is that I feel like everybody has something that they're passionate about in life, that they want to aspire to, that takes a certain level of freedom to be able to achieve that, right? Right. And I feel like that if, if anyone's freedoms, that they some people love the Second Amendment, it makes them feel safe. Maybe they've gone through circumstances in their life. You don't fucking know. Whatever, for whatever reason, it's, an, it's a God-given right and it's important to them. And when you don't stand beside your fellow countrymen and their rights... When it's your time and it's something you want taken away, where is it all going to be? It's going to be easy to take that away, what you love and the freedoms you enjoy. Yep. What if the federal government said, hey, you know, there's just salmonella outbreaks everywhere. You're not allowed. I don't care how much property you have or where you live. This is dangerous to everybody. No more having your own eggs. No more having your own gardens. It's just not get it from the store. They're at the fucking stores for a reason. Yeah. Bill Gates bought the farms. They're safe. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, no, no, really, no. no seri- yeah. I'm serious. Well, is that okay, you, dude? You know, you is know is that okay? Is that's like, that's not even that unthusable of a of a, of a scenario today. But I mean, yeah, really and well, well, would it be it okay really under the same circumstances? You could say, no, hey guys, it's making no. people sick. They're getting fucking sick. To you're sending out, you're gonna you're gonna have your own chickens, and you're gonna make people die of salmonella. And yeah. what is that? What the argument they're gonna make? No, hopefully not. God, hopefully right. not. You know, but if they do, how far are you going to let it go? That's my point. Yeah. It will go. It will go. All right. of it will go. You like makeup? What if they tell you fucking what makeup's going to be sold? No. No makeup. Girls can't even wear makeup. Yeah. It's a waste. It's a waste. It's a waste of resources. Is that okay? Right. Fucking, I mean, every, it, it's a slippery, dude... The slippery slope theory, not only is it, you can sit there and play this game, it's real, it's not real. People, when given this amount of power, will fucking continue to take it. it, it they're not, it's not a government, it's not, it's people. Yeah. It's a group of people. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, to, you know, to say, they, you know, and, and you said something, and this is exact, it's so true, that when, when this happens, when something like this happens, they politicize it. And, and, and the media instantly, this happened two-way. We need to have this conversation now. Well, who owns the media? Who owns yeah. all the media that brings this up right away, that, that, that drives this narrative right away, that says this is the time to have this conversation? But when people are dying in every major city by crazy numbers ever since the pandemic started, nobody says that maybe that's the time to talk about guns. Because we'd be having a completely different conversation if yeah. that was the right time to talk about guns. You see, so they, it, it's, it's so opportunistic. Oh, yeah. and, and it's obvious that there's a group of people that are trying to get a fucking agenda through. And, 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 and if you're in that camp, man, you should stand up for your fellow Americans. And if, so, and if the Second Amendment means something to somebody, you should say, I'm glad that you exercise that right. You probably keep people around you and your community safe. I know so many people who are great people who would never, ever misuse any type of weapon. Never. 
way I don't I don't know anybody who I feel like would misuse a weapon that I, that I hang out with that I shoot firearms with I don't know right. you know they they don't exist in my world you know so it's just a come on Kevin hey man Whoa, perfect time but uh uh we can catch Kevin up a little bit we're uh, we're talking a little bit about uh uh rights and 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 losing rights and everybody loves everybody loves a little freedom okay so what I was just making this point and I'll send it over to Levi is like uh, like, like, let's take the gun, the gun example. Let's say some people love the Second Amendment for whatever reason; it means something to them. Okay, and Americans, even if they disagree, should stand with other Americans on their rights because everybody has something that they love that they wouldn't want taken away. And if you allow a body, a group of people, to come in and take something from somebody else, well, eventually they're going to take something that you want, and and there's no collective to stand up for each other. You know, but under under that principle of, of liberty and letting people make choices on their own and being responsible on their own, allowing that to happen, that we could all there's all kind of a cohesiveness there. That no matter if you believe the same thing as me or not, we can all trust each other. Right. You know, uh, and I made the point of like, what if they said, you know, there's all these salmonella outbreaks. Kevin, no more having chickens at your house. No more growing gardens anymore. It can't happen anymore. Too many people are getting sick. <laughs> Would people be okay with that? You know, I mean, it, it's such a, um, it, it, it just, it, it's so dangerous. It's, you biz- know? it's bizarre that that's even up for discussion. Like, if they told you, I, I'm, I don't even know what y'all been talking about before I walked in here right now. But <laughs> that, people, just if, that. Like, I repeated myself you, right there, kind yeah. of. If they told you, um, hey, you could keep your guns and we're going to start passing laws and take other freedoms. Until we piss you off and you tell us, uh-uh-uh, because you have your guns, then people would be like, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about keeping people safe. But then if they, the, the people, the powers that be, the government, if they come down and they say, we're going to take your guns, and then after you don't have any way to defend yourself or your other freedoms, we're going to take whatever we want, and you're not going to be able to protect yourself anymore. Then people would start saying, wait, what? Like, what? Maybe, like, hopefully, I, I, I hopefully. Think, I really shit. think that the people that are arguing, <coughs> I, I don't believe there's anybody out there that thinks that school shootings are a good thing. Yeah. Nobody. No, nobody. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah. But I also don't believe that the majority of the people out there want their guns taken. The only way to, to defend themselves from somebody who can seriously come in and use the rule of law to destroy everything around them you can't do that yeah no way well and it's just a, and then like we said earlier too is like it just doesn't it won't work you know right. because bad people are just gonna have yeah, weapons. yeah. It's just, as long as there's people who want guns and people who want money in the world people are gonna get guns yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's actually a video i saw where there's um <laughs> It's a black dude on there, and he's, like, addressing some, I don't know what council it is, city council or something, and he addresses this, like, perfectly. Yeah. He goes to him, and he tells him, like, look, why? Like, I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of y'all coming after us, the law-abiding citizens. You know citizen. who that was? That was the, uh, that's the, that's the, uh, the DA of, um, of, um, uh, North Carolina, in North Carolina. 
That's who it, it is. He's been. making a speech. It is. I know I saw it that was, speech. It's been too. out for years, though. Like yeah. he's, it, it was years ago whenever he actually came out. We may have even looked at it in yeah. here or talked about it one time. But he's like, look, I'm a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. You take everybody's guns, I'm probably going to give mine up. That's exactly it. It's the he's same like, one. I'm so probably going to be the one that goes and gives but mine up. Not. Yeah. But they're not. He's like, but the bad guys out there, they're going to be the ones. I'm going to be more at risk from them and you. So who's running shit now? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Who has the guns? Unfortunately, it's that way. It, we, it's unfortunate that we live in a world that's that way. We all wish that we could just live in peace. Most of us try like our asses off every day. We work and tire ourselves out to feed our families to live in peace. Most people <clears throat> want that. But damn, if shit breaks loose, you want to know that you got this. I think that And your neighbors a... got this. And y'all got this. I right. think it's a you silly, know? like, I really think it's a silly thing that, because for years, like, everybody's talked about it, both sides of the aisle, and there's so many gun owners that believe, and like, like we do, and I say we, I don't know what y'all really think, but I have a good feeling that y'all don't want your guns taken, so oh, that's what bit. I mean by yeah. we. I think that no, I don't want so anyone's guns people. taken. I don't want. Yeah. I don't. I don't want the government or a group of people with the ability to take anything from anybody that's not hurting somebody else. And most likely, you're not going to need people from Washington D.C. to enforce a law that's hurting somebody else. Most likely, the community and the local jurisdiction is already going to take care of that. So it's just it's just ridiculous. So you're right. It's a ridiculous. It's, it's a, silly. It's silly. I'd be willing so, to bet that every every election cycle for throughout history that this gets brought up around the same time <laughs> right. to divert people yeah. away from yeah. thinking yeah. about yep. the real oh, shit that's sure. going on. For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's a diversion. Is there anything? So let me ask you a question, Levi. I'll, I'll yeah. throw it to you here. Uh, so this is the last kind of thing I wanted to tie into, and I thought it it. it I wanted to remake that last point, and then as Kevin came in, I wanted to catch him up. But we can all kind of start from ground zero here, if you will. Uh, am I allowed to say that, or are we fucking canceled? Oh, shit. Is somebody's, that okay? Somebody's offended. <laughs> no, someone's pissed, but all right. You just but lost I know. somebody from yeah, this. <laughs> right. It's like you gotta, you got to watch anything you say anymore, you know? But uh, so... So I've been like it's been coming up a lot with people recently that I do a podcast and other people do podcast and they ask what the podcast about and and it comes out that yeah we talk we you know we'll talk about anything and we try to lighten it up as much as we can but oftentimes we're venting and it's political it, it's political and social you know I mean definitely and and people always the same reaction like you talk politics wow get it you get political like almost like they're they're like fearful for me like like man yeah. he you You're know brave. and so and so i i want to i want to ask you guys this a it's a two i guess it will make it a two-part question when is it the time to get political okay or or uh, let's say a is it ever okay to get political and b when is it the time to say, like, when is it the time that you cannot deny it anymore, you know? Correct. I would say, uh, well, yeah, it's uh, absolutely it's okay to get political, you know. Uh, and the time to bring it up is... Like, if you're try- apolitical. You know, I mean, you, you just gotta have common sense about this kind of thing, you know? I mean, don't bring it up at a funeral, you know? I mean, you know, don't bring it up at... <laughs> at at 
a time that's just going to be completely socially awkward, you know? I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. just kind of like that pause was, you know, just totally awkward, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. When you bring it up, though, first of all, you got to stay calm. You know, you can't just go screaming and yelling, you know? Nobody's going to take you seriously. Even, even if you're making the best points ever... If you're screaming and yelling them out, you know nobody's gonna yeah, take you seriously. Yeah, whoa, dude! You can't, you can't pull a full on Alex Jones, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm saying it like this. I'm about to have a damn heart attack. You know? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, when it comes to like talking about those kinds of things, I would say like the. My favorite time to talk about politics, of course, I and for most people this is probably true, is when you're with friends and people who you know are probably going to be, at least for the most part, like-minded. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think most people are just, just walking around looking to get into a heated political debate with other people. You know, only on social uh, media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> only, only on. Social and they're not media. even walking around; they're actually just sitting. Then, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, I kind of, uh, I kind of like to rattle the cage a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever there's somebody there that's sure. so outspoken about their shit, like even if Push I agree back a with little. them, even if I agree with them, I like to play the devil's advocate. See how like, strong right? they are in their convictions. Yeah, I don't like, think there's anything wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. You know who does that as well? Jeremy does that. Yeah, but I love it. I think it's very. I, yeah. I like that. I think it's good. You should do but, that. But I think that for the people who don't like like to talk about politics you know i mean what do you talk about no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean damn those no, clouds are white yeah, I, yeah. but that's the thing our we don't have the first amendment you know our founding fathers didn't give us the first amendment so we could talk about the weather right yeah. that that's not why we have it we we have it so that we can say controversial things yeah. you know and so that or, we can have yeah Controversial conversations with people—that's why we have the First Amendment, or just a God-given you know? ability to speak, right? Right? You know? And, yeah. I mean, I mean, these are the—I'll I'll tell you this: those same kind of people, you know, those those people who are like, "Oh my goodness, you guys talk politics," you know? Oh man, you know? I bet that, the, and I don't know, I don't—I didn't meet any of these people personally. This is just total. All good people. Total, yeah. yeah you all know, good people, it, man. but. I'll bet they're the same kind of people who would say, well, hey, you know, if you don't have anything to hide, you know, why should you worry about, about, you know, privacy from the government in your lives and stuff like that, right? If you don't have anything to hide, what's the big deal, you know? They're the same kind of people who, you know, they don't have anything to hide, so why do they care about privacy? And they don't have anything to say. So why would they care about your freedom of speech? Yeah, and they've never had to use their guns. So I'll just get one. We don't need them. That's right. fine. I don't want to fight about that. You know, until yeah. until it's all. So it's like it's like it's kindness, and they're not. It's not that they're unkind or bad people, but they're, it's just it's a naivety to believe that. So like, if you don't exercise those rights, they they will be taken. Right. You know, and if you don't have responsibility, that responsibility for your life will be taken by somebody else. Yep. So you can choose, you know, uh, but you. But it's very hard to complain when you don't. Yeah, no, it's great. It's a great point. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think it's good to get political when you're watching basketball? Do you want them to boycott Game Three of the NBA Finals, Kevin, over um, over the gun reform? I wouldn't care. 
Like I wouldn't at care. This point, I like yeah. the I like the sport. I like the game, but I hate the politics in, in that it. in that yeah. atmosphere in the arena. Not the like, time, right? No, like totally agree. And I mean, there's times and places for everything, but people go to that as an escape from the bullshit. Like I I feel like I think it's and a lot of it is. I think a lot of it is bullshit, and so many people were just they're they're. They're humdrum about it. Like I like to, I like to look at everybody. Like, dude, we're Americans. Like, we could talk about this. Yeah. Even if you don't agree with me, that's all right. But I don't like, I don't like the people that are, um, I guess, the extreme political speakers. I don't like that, dude. Yeah. I really don't, and yeah. I really like to rattle those people's cages yeah, no, whenever yeah. they start talking. We're like, so set in their ways. Like, I grew up like it was, it was like you don't talk about religion and politics. Period. You just don't do it. Nobody's ever gonna agree one way about it they're not don't fucking talk about it and it used to be that was pretty that was a common theme among a lot of households like you just don't talk about it because who really gives a shit they're not because your neighbor doesn't agree agree with you on that you want a neighbor who's gonna lend you a shovel if you need a shovel and he's gonna drink a beer with you whenever you're in the back you don't want somebody that's gonna be like sure screw him no, I, I, right. I do, I he do understand. So and so. I do. I, one thing I will say right off the bat is that that political you need to have political discussion on political forums, and political forums should be open for discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And and they 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 are very important, and and it is so important. It, if you don't have proper political forums where people feel like they have a voice, what happens is it spills over into everything else. Comedy, sports, music, because, because, and this is because there's not the proper political forums to go through and say anything. If you, no, you know, all of the corporate media was, they lied and there was no voice for people. And so that's exactly what happens. Everyone has to become political in everything they do. Dude, there's people going and gluing themselves to the basketball floor during yeah, the middle no, of the Yeah, no, taking their the clothes playoff. off in church, you know. They're going they, and gluing themselves, and they're like, this is for animal rights. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Whoa, like, well, let's come put on, your shirt bro, on first. trying to watch the yeah. game. Like, get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, get like, out of here. Streakers, streakers are funny. melted to make that glue. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I will say, this is, this is one thing, because this is what they told us in... And one lady in Santa Fe, when I lived up there, her she was the she was the head lady, and she told us all that. Don't talk about religion and don't talk about politics in this department. It's not good in the workplace. And my pushback, I, I'm fine with that actually. I don't think the workplace is the place for that either. Right. I, honestly, we're fucking there to do a job. If the job doesn't get done, those the people, the customers, people that pay and pay for our way of life, they don't get their shit. It's not. I I agree with that. But I'm saying the. If, if in your personal life you're not willing to speak your mind and to say your conviction, not push it on someone and yell at them, but to say, this is what I believe and this is why I believe it, then if, if you give up that right, even out of kindness that you don't want to shake someone's, rattle someone's cage, you are, you've got to be careful not to forfeit the right. It's like saying, I'm just going to give up my guns because I don't want to go out there and shoot them. You know, I'm just going to give them up. It, it's really these rights. And maybe you're not someone who's outspoken, but for people who are willing to speak, I would say that it is imperative for people to find good channels to speak their mind on and to, to have a good message and to speak it. And for people whom 
like uh, Matthew McConaughey came on. That's not the forum for Matthew McConaughey. That was yeah, a very he's a bad forum. Actor, dude. That was very bad to have him on the press right. in the press house. I'm not what, saying he that doesn't was deserve an opinion, but an no, actor, of course like... he does. It's the wrong forum. It's like the basketball oh, players. Dude. They they absolute dude. Like you want me to shut up and dribble? No, I don't want you to shut up and dribble. You can speak your mind. But but when we're paying for a basketball game, like paying for a service to watch the basketball game, don't take your fucking money. Then for yeah. sure. But on that same, they, you know, like, like same, it's not the time for that, you know. Yeah, LeBron James right now. This is going on today. Like he's freaking advocating the Biden administration bring back um, some WNBA. Oh yeah, Br- Brittany Griner from from from. Yeah, uh, she's in Russia. She got caught in, in Russia, smuggling like, in some marijuana, dude. I, think, I, th- I heard cocaine. Like that's what oh, I read. Like, she had it, it was. I, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the truth about that. But I, I, I heard it was marijuana at first. We drew, we talked about it one time on here, and that's all I ever heard. But but whatever it is. But for me, I'm like, dude, you got a platform that big, and you're trying to get some drug smuggler out of Russia. Like that's what your goal is to push the Biden administration to do. What the fuck, dude? People couldn't get Putin to to not bomb another country. Do you think he's gonna let a fucking lady out that smuggled drugs into his country? Yeah, the way he sees out. it. I don't know if whether you think it's out. good, whether yeah. you think it's good or bad. Right. I I disagree. I wish that the world was open. To, I I mean, she was stupid about it. Really, I wish he would. I wish they'd let her go. I think it's a small offense, dude. He doesn't give a shit what you say. That guy yeah. doesn't even care a little bit. As a matter of fact, it's a time of conflict. He's not. The more he knows it bothers you, he's gonna just keep it going. You're putting her in more jeopardy. You know. But but either way, LeBron James is allowed his opinion. Exactly. He's allowed to have that opinion. But here's the thing is, when it's time to play basketball, say thank you to the league and your fans that put that shit on, that brought you out of poverty, that put that shit on for you. Be appreciative of it and shut up and just play the fucking game and let us all enjoy it for that little bit. And then when you go back to this forum that you've created for yourself politically, we can go talk about that over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then it wouldn't be the problem. Like that's the, I, I agree with you, Kevin. That's the problem I have with it, is that people that come out in just the wrong place, like they'll come out on Memorial Day and be like, this is a great time to just piss on all the wars. You know, it's like, it's not the time. Yeah. No, it's not the time. Man, like, not the time. Seriously, like, yep. like that. And then with, with um, Bendeco O'Rourke that showed up and at the school shooting, like days after the school shooting. Well, yeah, all the politicizing. Blame, like, of the, yeah. All of that stuff, no, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. I believe everybody should have their opinion, whatever. Time and Does place. it matter? Not really. Because at the end of the day, whenever, I mean, I, I feel like this is how it should be. Whenever we start to become more and more oppressed... I don't care if you're left-leaning, right-leaning. I don't care. Like, we have to stand together on some issues. Exactly. As a a community, on a bigger scale, as a state, as a freaking country. Like, you have to buck the, the government who's trying to put all this bullshit laws on us and enforce the rule of law on us whenever we have no dog in the fight, per se. Yeah, right. Like... that's bullshit. We need yeah. to stand together on 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 all issues because all issues all issues really come down to one thing, and 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 I know it's deeper than this. It's not going to be That's all funny. issues, but I'm saying the basic issues is 
is individual liberty and, and our freedoms and the, the, the ability to at least try and take responsibility for your lives and be a part of the responsibility and the freedom of your community. I think it is the closest thing to the right answer we can have. And the more, like, to give those things up, we should be standing with each other on that, you know? If I, if I hate to build metal buildings, and I hate the way metal buildings look, and I wish that all the houses around here were built out of rock, but, I, and, but this neighbor over here only builds metal buildings and he feeds his kids that way. And I form a body of people that say, no more metal buildings. You know, like, do you want that? We want to live in a world that way, you know? I mean, I, there, you know, if you're hurting people, if you're, if like you're building, if you're like, oh, that person's just going on people's land and building metal buildings and they don't want them. Okay, that's, that's a whole other issue, you know? Right. There's nuance in it, surely. But I'm saying to just stop what someone wants to do with their life because you you don't like it. I just I'm sorry, man. I I just don't think that that's uh, you're not God. Right. You don't yeah. get to make that decision. No one fucking does, and that's why we're given these rights as people to to defend ourselves and our way of life. You know, and we should do that with each other as Americans. We're lucky we still have that. You know, we're lucky we have that. Right. This world is still held together today because of Americans' ability to defend themselves as a country. Because most countries can't do that. You know? But at the same time, America has the most fucked up laws out of most countries. Like you can't park in certain places. You can't do... There's, there's so many yeah, fucked I'm up sure laws. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I, I, I'm sure there are. There's a lot of laws on the books. But at the same time, I'm saying the basic... Yeah, the not the no, laws. I, I I'm saying. talking about the constitutional, God-given, unalienable rights that we're endowed by our Creator. Right. As all human beings, yeah. regardless Natural of right. race, color, creed, it doesn't fucking matter. It's that idea, you know, is that like if you want to come here and form a homestead and a little commune with other people, and you buy the land and you start, you're fucking, you do it, you do it. If you want to have some guns to protect that land in case someone wants to come on and steal your shit, you do it. Because it's possible that there might be someone who gets crazy and wants to come on, especially if you have a lot of good food, and come on and steal your stuff. You know, it's like, and if you and if that means something to you, but I live over here and I don't have much to protect and I don't have any guns, but I just play music for people and it's like, oh, peace and love. I still want you to be able to defend yourself. Why would I not? You know what I'm saying? It, like... Freedom, man. More freedom, more responsibility for your own fucking life. You know, quit looking for other people in another place to do it for you. And Levi, we're g- go ahead and you guys can take the closing, man. Yeah, take it. I mean, uh, you know, I wanted to start. I uh, actually wanted to do a uh, movie of the week this week. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I think I, uh, I, I watched one last night that was a really good one. One that I couldn't believe I'd never seen, actually, uh, you know, because uh, I am really into the Civil War, and this was a Civil War. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know if you could call it a Civil War movie. You don't actually see any battle scenes or anything like that in it, but it was based in the Civil War. Uh, it's a movie called Copperhead, and it's a great movie, man. It's about this. Uh, uh, it's about a uh, basically a Copperhead family during the during the Civil War, and of course, the Copperheads is what was. Uh, what were known as like the uh, Northerners who 
a lot of people called them like Southern sympathizers. I don't even think really they, I don't even think they necessarily sympathized with the South, you know, and with its reasons for, for seceding. I think they more just uh, believed that the North had no constitutional right to invade the South and, 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 you know, forcibly keep it in the Union, you know, regardless of why it was trying to leave. But anyway, the movie's about uh, this family and, you know, the, the community turns against them and and uh, there's just a lot of conversations and scenes in this movie that I that I really thought were, were thought-provoking, you know, really thought-provoking. It's called Copperhead? It's called Copperhead. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's free on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. for anyone who has that. Jeff Bezos getting but, down uh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, no, it was a great movie and... Uh, and uh, speaking of movie of the week, uh, next week, I think we are trying to put together a uh, sort of a cross podcast podcast episode. This is new waters for us. We've never done anything like this. We're gonna have to like, I don't, I'm not even real sure how we're gonna like stream both of us at the same time. I'm, this is more well, we'll record I'm, ours I've and put it up just like that. We'll do we'll do ours the exact same way, and we'll just have to sit and. Close proximity to each other where we can all hear, hear right. you know, right. and be clear about that. But, but uh, anyways, but yeah, yeah but we're going to be uh, doing a cross podcast with the uh, with the host of uh, of a podcast called Talking Trimmers, and so uh, I guess next next week's episode might be sort of a a whole movie of the week episode, right? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna throw in do cool, something man. a little different. We're gonna do something a little different, and of course, I am also. Sort of involved in the uh, Tremors universe, so you know that that's also going to come up in next week's episode yeah. for sure. You well, know? I'll be along for the and, ride uh, for sure. And yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, so yeah, you know, maybe maybe watch the Tremors movies between now. Yeah, because I don't know them. I'm not. But yeah. maybe just maybe I'm the one that just doesn't know them. You know, I come from this different perspective. You know, right. I'm down. Whatever, man. That'll uh, be cool. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a fun episode, and uh, it'll be something. It'll definitely be different. Than anything we've ever done on the show before, and uh, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm, I've been in contact with the with the host; he's looking forward to it as well. And so, very cool. We're gonna get the ball rolling on that. So, so uh, Copperhead, the movie Copperhead, Copperhead is the name of the movie. That's the name of the movie of the week this week. Yes, yeah, we. And uh, next week will be Shrimmers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got a movie of the week, Kevin? No, man, I don't. Not off the yeah. top. Yeah, Tombstone. I, I watched that yeah. the other night. Yeah, hell yeah. Tombstone's <laughs> always a go-to. It's a go-to. Yeah. That's a go-to, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? What's going on at Wells, man? Anything to end with, Kevin? Anything going on? Not really, dude. So we got a we got a baseball game coming up this weekend. Baseball tournament. Yeah, Bobcats. Local. We're going straight local with it. It's Are y'all the, the Bobcats? Hill Country. Hill Country. Um, Diamondbacks. All right, go Diamondbacks. Heck yeah, yeah. representing the Texas Hill Country, We're playing, man. Playing Bolverde in a tournament. So heck yeah, we get the right. kids out there to play in a tournament. Have some different competition. Brought some new kids in from different teams around the area to kind of group up and go compete, man. Let the right. little kids. Enjoy their freedom before they get convoluted with all this fucking political jargon. That yeah, <laughs> now you know team sports, man. No, they're on the right track, and and uh, you know, man, team sports are great. Learn so many good, valuable lessons from that. Even as a parent and as a coach watching, man, we can learn more from everyday life, man. Yeah, turn off the fucking social media and shit, and get out in your life and do more. You know, then you can turn it back on later on. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Just keep it off, fucking. Okay.
we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.